Hello and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk with Sophie Yasmin. Today I have a wonderful guest with me, my dear friend Anastasia, who I met in LA a couple of years ago and she had a great impact on my life and for that reason, as she's quite the inspiration to me, I would love to chat to her in this podcast episode and just see what comes out of it. So without a further delay, here's Anastasia. Hi, hi Sophie. It's so nice to be here with you and I'm so happy that you're doing those episodes as you you were thinking about that and now you're doing it. That's amazing. Yeah, something I learned from you, I think, you know. <laughs> One of the things you used to say to me is that if you want to do something, just do it, you know, without the, the without the fear of like, well, will anyone listen or for this anyway? Or, you know, what will happen? Or what if I don't have the money? What if this? And that ties in really nicely to, I guess, the title of this episode, which is um, Believing in the Unseen. So basically, we're talking about faith. For me, it's just probably the most important topic in my life is uh, everything that has affected my life towards faith. I mean, it's people, of course, and some circumstances, but it's worth all about like how it magically come to your life. And it was all about believing in unseen. So I, I'm really happy that you choose even that, that topic. Yeah, and, and I think you're totally the right person in my life that I know to talk about um, this topic with. So, I mean, one of the first questions I'd like to ask you, just so that my listeners can sort of get a sense of who you are and what you do, is, yeah, just maybe to introduce yourself a bit and, um, you know, to tell everyone what you do now um, as a person and also how you got to what you're doing now sort of why you're doing it and uh I guess you know what faith means to you well uh I'm a career producer I found out my profession by myself while doing PhD research and uh I decided that I truly want to help people as I dream about that in childhood I when I was a child I had my favorite secret game no one knew about that uh I was <laughs> I was staying in front of the mirror and telling everyone around in the world how they should live happy. <laughs> I was truly like uh, managing everyone in the world. What can they do to be uh, happier as people and happier as nations and happier as countries? And now that's my job. That's my profession to be a career producer. I'm focusing on um, person self-fulfillment from the stage when you understand what is your abilities to the stage where you understand that you're a genius and how you can express your genius to the world. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, some of my clients, they are super successful, super well-known people. And, uh, and some of them are just starting their uh, career path. And it's all about miracles, how they come to my life and how I affect their life. And honestly, I cannot even say that it's me personally or my technique helped them. I guess it's just like all universal laws work for the person and their dreams. Okay. That's, I mean, that's amazing. And, and you know, you're working with people who are, you know, already 
famous and successful, you're working with them to improve their lives and to feel self-fulfilled, to find their self-fulfillment. Because yeah, you know what? Even uh, like one of my clients, uh, he's a millionaire. And uh, first time when I met him, I thought like, what can I do for him? Probably he is super self-realized already and he has a beautiful family beautiful wife for kids uh he's the president of the company and he has billions of dollars under his management and he looks super amazing and i was thinking like hmm what next this guy can do for the world and when we found out how he can reach his like uh natural talents and reach his goals that probably you cannot say loudly now uh, he's the owner of the 100 billion uh, 100 million dollars foundation for for the world yes in the topic of human longevity and I mean, that sounds incredible i mean uh, so what you're saying here is that it doesn't really matter what level you're at you know there's always more growth if you want that for yourself right and you know i guess everyone wants it's just like like trees they always grow right uh like uh during the winter winter autumn spring or summer time it's always changes in the nature so we're human being the same and it, yeah always moving movement always yeah, yeah. and when you feel stuck that's uh, not normal yeah it, it's not good <laughs> that's when, but that's, that's no, that's exactly when people feel stuck. And I, when I, when I, I want to, in my episodes, I always like to just explain myself that when I say something like when people feel stuck, it doesn't mean that I don't feel like that. You know, I, I want to just make sure that anyone who's listening realizes that this is all of us, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. So it doesn't mean that I'm immune to any of this stuff. So when we feel stuck, that's actually when we're we're feeling bad and we we want to feel unstuck you know so actually mm -hmm. we're always wanting to grow even out from that you know um absolutely but i i, I love that and I, I love everything that you're saying um so career producer the term the name of that that sort of job description if you like i mean what exactly does it mean so you're you're it's like self you're helping people people with self-fulfillment but how like what what do you do to help so like there's a millionaire client that you have you're helping him to achieve more and more what about the client who you know like me a normal person you know that just wants to improve and do more and more and and achieve what I want to mm -hmm. achieve in life you know how do you go about helping these people and is it different according to what level so-called level someone's at Sophie, you're absolutely true about uh, levels. It's all about levels, but it's all about the same stage at different levels. Well, while doing my PhD research, I've discovered the DNA of self-fulfillment. And that's like scientific convention. I've presented that at Harvard University Career Center and at New York University Korea Center and that kind of stuff. So that's uh, academic background on the uh, uh, stuff I'm doing. And knowing this DNA, it's so easy talking to anyone, understand what kind of uh, career stage they're right now and what should be their next step. For me, it's easy. It's like, 
I don't know. It's like when you see a tree, you're saying, oh, I see a tree. That's for me, I'm seeing a person with uh, his uh, career circumstances and I know what exactly what to do next. And honestly, you know, sometimes we uh, feel that we need some uh, certain techniques for that. Like, let's say, uh, put the right business model or put the right social media strategy or that kind of stuff. But the first step is always to understand where, what do you want and what's holding you back from that. That's it. It's so interesting that every day we create our own reality by our thoughts. And every day we choose something to, to struggle with. Really. I think it's hard for a lot of people to believe because, and they choose not to believe and then it's not possible because, of course, there are people are suffering. That's the answer why, why it's hard. I, I found the answer for it. Is if you accept that by your faith you can change your reality, then you should take responsibility. You know, it's that nothing to lose mentality. I, I guess, like, I'm inspiring myself by talking like this because if we all just had that... What is there to lose? I sometimes think if I'm not going to die, there's no risk. You know, if I'm if I'm making a choice or there's something I need to decide and I'm scared of doing it, if the one of the possibilities is not dying, what is there to be scared of? Does that make sense? <laughs> is that it might be yeah, extreme? But for me, even to die, it's not a possibility that I look at because uh, it's impossible to die until it's your time. That's what I believe. Like, like, it's impossible. I was in Honduras by myself in San Pedro Sula City. It was, um, well, it was 2016. And in Google, that city was the most dangerous city in the world because of drugs and that kind of stuff. And I discovered that only when I came back from Honduras. And all the stories that I saw in Honduras, oh, it was some fight there. Some people were killed. I was like, oh, maybe it's happened sometimes in every country. And I'm just uh, the visitor, okay. But it was not just happening once in Honduras. It's their reality. And even being in the city where it's so easy to be killed or, let's say, stuck in the country. It was not my reality to be dead in that situation. Because it's like, until my time, I will be alive. Like, until my time will come to um, go to another level of life. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> That's one of the things that I love about you most. When I first met you, it was so... I was in such a period of my life, which I was like a, a sponge. I was so ready to, like, to blossom... You know, because I just I had experienced a lot of difficulty and then I was like at that point of having experienced all the difficulty and I almost had nothing to lose. That It's that same kind of feeling in my head. So I was just ready just to experience any kind of help, doesn't matter what it was, kind of thing. I just wanted to say that one of the things that was so um, inspiring about you and, and so, what's the word? Like it just makes me smile thinking about it. I just remember you were just to me, this ball of energy, like, you know, that you don't even consider any of these things that are options, you know, like these bad things, they're not even in your mind. It's not, not an option. Therefore, it can't happen. Yeah. You know, like it's sort of, yeah. if you believe that what you think, sort of your, what you think becomes your reality, 
if you don't even think these bad options are possible, then you you can't experience them. Absolutely. And and that's what I see for you is that someone that just has this such a strong faith, such a strong belief in whatever it is, in yourself and your circumstances and, and life and, and, and the way things work. But like, I just feel like it's it's very inspiring and very strong. And I wish I had more of that in my life because at the moment I'm sort of one day or one week or one month, I'm very like high, high vibe, high level, whatever you want to call it. And then it goes away sometimes, you know, and then I go back and then it goes away and I'm sort of like in between. I was thinking about that a lot, why we do have those waves. And for me, my personal answer for myself that we don't have enough uh, positive strategies in our mind. Like if you would go to watch any movie, they will show you thousands of strategies how you can suffer in this world, how you can suffer from love, how you can struggle with job, how you can struggle with uh, family members or whatever. And a little percent of movies will show you good strategies, how you can experience happiness, how you can experience love in a very nice way, how you can experience job success without any fails. Fails not just like fail as an experience, it's nice. I don't have anything against it. It's all about fails inside you when you feel yourself uh, as if you failed. Well, I understand that particular thing because I remember one day when I had $7 in total. Some of some of my friends, if they're listening, they'll, they'll be like, oh, she's telling the $7 story again. But it's such, it was so important. Tell me, please. So important in my life because it was the first time ever because I'm privileged and we, ha- we have to realize how privileged as human beings we are sometimes, you know, that we live in a house. You know, or, or whatever, you know, like these basic things we take for granted. Uh, I do every day. One day, and this is when I was living in LA, I literally had no money. And it was the first time ever. And it was also the first time ever that I had no, I had nothing to rely on, you know, nothing to help me out. Again, for the first time ever, what a privilege to have got to the age of whatever I was, 26, and never have had to worry that much. So, One day I got to $7 in total. Like we're talking in my wallet and in the bank account. (laughs) It's just, that's it. And that was the happiest day of my life. Really, it was. I remember it today, where I was, even who I was with. And I remember thinking, wow, I have no money and I'm so happy. How is this possible? Like, why? And I just remembered thinking, and I, I, you know, I really want to remind myself of this day more often because it, it makes me feel so positive about everything and that, you know, you can overcome anything and that actually your life is amazing if you just realize what you've got. I realized that I was rich beyond my wildest dreams. No, I didn't have money. I had $7, which is not a lot because I'm obviously being English in pounds. That's even less than $7. It's like five pounds or something. But, you know, I had friends, people in this country that I had not known before I'd I'd got there. You know, new friends, like my new family. I had somewhere to live. I had a car that I was driving, you know. I had like, I had just people around me that, I just just felt so looked after and I felt like I have such a great life 
living in a city like Los Angeles, uh, being able to go and visit and explore the nature and see new things and all those kinds of things don't require any money, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I was living somewhere because I'd spent all my money to live there. I had a car because I'd spent all my money to have it. Otherwise, I couldn't live in that city. You know, this is the sort of... Yeah, and it was... I'm not able to work there. So it, it, it's this kind of situation where I, you know, I uh, was experiencing something really amazing for the first time, the realization that I already have everything I need to be happy money means nothing and maybe that's basic for some people like well yeah money means nothing but a lot of people will say like well okay money doesn't bring happiness we all know it doesn't not really you know yes because there's love and there's family and people Mm -hmm. and things but you know it's necessary to have money to live in this modern life it just it's a necessary it's like a tool it's a, it's a, I see it as a tool. And anyway, it's just changed my whole concept of like life and the meaning of like where you can find happiness and how you can find happiness. And not having money makes no difference to your personal level of, of happiness. So what was your step to get some money? Well, then I met you. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. So I met you sort of not... I, I met you not long after that experience. And I don't know if you remember, it's a few years ago now, I had a lot of money problems where I, I owed a lot of money and these money problems were coming at me like more and more and more. And I remember I was saying to you like, yeah, you know, I've got, uh, you know, you, you say, how are you? And I'm like, well, I'm fine but I have all these problems. I'm a bit worried about this now. Like, I I don't know where I'm going to find the money to pay for this, pay for that, even like my food every day. It was was getting bad. And you were just like, well, you keep talking about having no money. It's all you're thinking about. So it's going to get worse. I remember thinking, what? No, I said, it can't get any worse. It it can't, you know, (laughs) And then if it does, then okay, well, you know, because I kind of believe that it couldn't get worse. Like if it got worse, then it was just more of the same. It was, you know, so you I, and I just remember saying to you, okay, fine. What should I do then? Like, I've got nothing to lose. I was really in that state of mind. Fine. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. So you said, ask for how much you want. Like, how much do you want? You asked me and I didn't actually know the answer to that question. And I said, well, okay. I just picked out a figure of like 2,000 pounds in my head. I was like, that will really help me to pay off all these things. And then that's it. You know, then I can work on whatever I need to do. So you said, okay, ask for it. I said, well, what do you mean ask? What does that mean? What does it mean to ask? And that's something I've covered in some of my previous episodes. And um, I now realize that asking doesn't mean, please, can I have? You know, it's not necessarily asking the question. It's just holding the idea or the picture of that in your mind, thinking about having 2,000 pounds in my mind. And, you know, now I know so much more about how you can, I guess, manifest that, like feeling like you have it now, being grateful that you have it now, thinking in that positive space rather than worrying, I, ha- I don't have the money. Oh, no, these people are coming to get me or, you know, negative things which would make it worse. So um, you taught me, you know, to ask and, um, you know, to make a long story short, I did receive that money 
not all in one package like you'd expect dropping from the sky or something that would be so amazing (laughs) (laughs) that would be the best in a little parachute there's my money but no it came in little bits from unexpected that's the most beautiful thing about it unexpected sources you know all these unexpected places or people or whatever on opportunities I had to work for it jobs as well not just free money you know um but yeah I I got two thousand pounds and more because you said to me don't forget when you're asking you say the amount that you want or more (laughs) yeah (laughs) which I love because you're like don't limit yourself (laughs) Mm -hmm. so um yeah so I I, that first lesson I, I learned from you um that's so nice you probably don't remember because you've had you have so many people that you you work with and and you know and you talk to but for me it was a very powerful experience that I will remember because it was the first the first one cool so thank you for that I am so happy for you yeah well it's, that, you know, that's really so wonderful having that experience Truly. really means that I know it's possible now, sometimes mm-hmm. I go through life and it's been years since then where I forget that experience and I forget that it's possible, but I now have it inside. And, you know, when I remember and when I'm in that that kind of space mentally, I know it's possible. And I just have to remember if you just believe in that way and I've got that experience behind me now before I didn't have the experience, I just had nothing to lose. Now I know it's possible. I just have to just believe and and as crazy as it sounds to a lot of people I know you just have to believe and it does come it does come it's absolutely true so just to sort of you know I guess define the difference between in one of my previous episodes I've talked about how what the opposite of faith is for me the opposite of faith is doubt or worry right because it's the it's like the equal opposite both of them require you to believe in something invisible Mm -hmm. and in fact when you're worrying about something if you think about it like this and it's really like you know for me it's like oh yeah why didn't I think about this before when you're worrying about something it takes the same amount of belief to worry in what you're worrying about as it does to believe in the there's something good you know so you have on two sides of the coin or two sides of the spectrum you've you've got when you're worrying you simply just believe something bad can happen and when you have yeah, faith, so it's all about believing anyway you just choose what to it's the same in, belief right? yeah faith is believing something good can happen so all it is is just a choice of which one do you want to experience it's really it's all belief that's just faith and worry and it's kind of, when you think about it like that, it makes it an easier choice. Well, yeah, I want something good to happen. Yeah, and it's all again about choices to struggle or experience happiness. And some researchers uh, says that for our brain to feel happy is not that good strategy because it's not that discovered by our experience. Like Mm. through all your life, you had mostly experiencing something uh, that you can worry about. Yes. Then experience something that you can be happy about. That's why for brain and your all like behavior system and your like neuroscience, 
it's easier to experience whatever that will uh, get you in a state of worrying about things. That makes sense. And actually, that kind of ties into what you said before about, you know, you just use it as an example, but it's actually very true that when you go to the cinema, the movie theater, and you're watching a film, we're presented with like the negative because it's somehow like it's enjoyable to see someone really struggle and then to come out of it. But we're, we're, it's like these negative messages and something I've been thinking about a lot in my life this week, actually, is like how to clear all distractions, you know, in my external mm-hmm. world, because everything we're confronted with is negative. And it's just going mm-hmm. into our brain. It's feeding and absorbing our brain like the news whenever we're not presented the news isn't supposed to be like here's good news the news is to inform us of un, you know unfortunately of all these bad things negative negative because people buy that it's much more interesting to buy bad news than it is like oh look a dog had a really nice day today or you know people people want to hear these bad negative things um and you know what even while talking uh with people about the uh, different scenarios for the movies. Uh, what if the scenario would be about the perfect life? Mm-hmm. What if you would watch someone's super perfect, interesting life? And uh, mostly people are saying it shouldn't be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, so it's right. like we're programming ourselves to experience uh, bad stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Just because we don't consider uh, happiness as an interesting thing. Happiness is just like a moment and then struggling, it's a lifetime. <laughs> it sounds crazy. It is really crazy. And also another thing that we'll, we're all going to be absorbed by is social media as well, um, where people tend to, and obviously there are people that don't do this, but the majority of social media is sharing either things that aren't real whether it's like pictures of themselves bodies that are fake you know like you know made up to look different to how you actually look or to spread bad news you know like to sort of get sympathy somehow like oh my goodness this is happening it's terrible share 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 so then all these people in your network in your in your social network they all see the negative stuff and then that goes into your head whether you like it or not you've seen it you've read it you've you've like eaten it you know you've ingested it yeah so I just find that everything around us is focused on the negative of course not everything is negative but it's just there's a lot of focus on the negative so just personally I'm trying to minimize how much I take in I've stopped watching the news I've sort of I'm just trying to just I don't know create my own reality by by keeping as high high vibe to use that sort of very hippie style term but you know just to keep as 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 positive as I can without being influenced without being influenced it's it's not easy so how's it going why yeah it's it's going okay it's not easy just because there's so much of it and I'm programmed and I'm addicted you know I'm addicted to looking at these things or to going on social media or you know, watching the news because I want to hear what's happening in the world right now. Or it's like, you know, you're changing the habit of a lifetime kind of thing. Um, But I do know, one thing I do know is that if I'm thinking from a place of positivity and belief, 
that there is good coming rather than the, you know, that's having faith that no matter what's happening right now in the world or in my career path or whatever it is, that there is good coming. That's me having faith. You know, then I know that it's much better than me sitting here. I feel better than if I'm sitting here being negative, feeling bad and believing, so worrying that something bad is going to happen. So it's just being in that space of being able to choose and being aware. So if I were to ask you now, what would you advise just a normal generic person like me? You know, I don't have millions in the bank at the moment. How do you change that? How do you, what would you recommend? What, what can you do to go from worry to faith, to believing in the unseen? Gratitude. 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 Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, it's all about seeing what you can be thankful in a moment. Okay, so gratitude. What kind of, do you do any particular gratitude practice? Or you mentioned having gratitude in any given moment. So what if someone says to you, well, okay, being grateful, that's not going to change the situation I'm in right now. You know, does it take a bit of practice? Does it take a sort of, you know, because you have to kind of change your mindset. You know, you have to, you have to, it takes work. It takes effort. These kinds of things. You can't just tell yourself something one day and magically, you know, I, I feel like there is still effort with these things that we're saying. No, um, no effort. No effort. You see, no that's effort. another thing. That's another thing that you, <laughs> when I first met you, this is what I learned. You were like, you have to stop saying that something is a certain way. It's just something you've learned, something you've been taught that's wrong. And I, uh, one of the, I know to take it back to money, just because it's something that people understand it should. And I don't think you said this, but I learned this since it takes no more effort to sort of manifest $1 than a million dollars, you know, or a thousand dollars or whatever. It's the same. It's just what you, what you think about it will make it different, you know? And, and so, yeah, if you believe it's difficult to do something, it's difficult. That's it. Right. (laughs) this is what I mean this is why I need to I need to talk to you more in my life so that I remember it's not difficult everything is easy if you believe it is yeah but at the same time in society uh, you would be judged by that wow you're making money without any efforts yes (laughs) wow you live whatever city or country you want yes wow you experience miracles yes and people started to judge you. What's wrong with you? Do you, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that you've experienced that from people. Uh, why do you think people are judgmental of that? If it's something that ultimately we all want or we would all love to experience? Hmm. First of all, probably because they truly want that and they don't have it. That's the easy way to explain uh, yourself why I don't have something that I want. Uh, just because it's wrong to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And I remember my conversation with my grandma when I was 15 years old. I came to my grandma uh, from school and I asked her like, dear grandma, what do you think is gonna happen with me like super, super bad uh, soon? And she was like, what? It's a weird question. And I was like, 
yeah, children at school told me that I should experience some something really bad in my life. And she was like, why? And I was, you know, I'm always happy. I'm always smiling. And children at school, they don't believe me. They think that I'm just faking my emotion or I should experience something super bad in my near future because I didn't experience it now. Right. Because they have some bad experience in their reality and I don't. And my grandma <laughs> looked at me and she told like, so Anastasia, you think that you don't have any bad experience in your life? And I was like, sure, my life is a miracle. Everything is so good. <laughs> and she thought like, Anastasia, let me tell you that you don't have a father. You don't live with your father. Your parents are divorced. He doesn't support you with money or whatever. And isn't it bad? And I was like, no, grandma, I'm so happy. I'm so I'm so grateful that I don't have my father as a supporter of my family because I gained that kind of character. I can support myself. I learn a lot from my mom. I live with you, my grandmother. And I'm so happy uh, that I don't have father in my family. And she was like, okay, uh, then you have like this trouble. And I was like, oh, my grandma, I'm so happy for this trouble. And I was exper- explaining her every single trouble that she see in my life, that it's not a trouble at all. It's just my lessons. It's my circumstances. And I appreciate it. Wow. What a way to see things. That's like the ultimate. This is what I'm, I'm, I, I'm aspiring to, you know, like that really is mm-hmm. It's really, really amazing. And I think maybe you're, maybe, maybe you're born with that more than other people. I don't know. Where do you think that's Everyone. Coming? No, no, no. It's not about me. Okay. Everyone has that uh, ability. I believe yeah. it. I believe we all have it and actually we're all born with it. And then it's sort of, you know, taken away because of experience. But why is it then that you have maintained that then? Like, what do you think it is that, that makes you able to think in that way so strongly and and so from so early on in your life it's just like do you doubt that you breathe with oxygen no it's just oxygen you doesn't pay any attention on that it's just oxygen and you just breathe in that's the same with miracles it's just our reality yeah i love it i love it so much a really nice way of um describing that kind of belief and like the kind of belief that we should have and that we have in really silly things in 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 life and we don't question it would be that you know you go online and you're shopping and you want to buy some shoes i don't know something like that you go to the website you put your order in you you pay it's gone and it says order confirmed and that's you go away and you you believe you know it's coming on amazon the next day or whatever that's belief what what's the difference do you know what I mean? that's the kind of but we don't sit there doubting oh my goodness what if it doesn't come tomorrow yeah. you know like or what if my order Absolutely. never comes that's just a really everyday example of the fact that we all believe in things like we all have the ability to believe in that way to believe in the unseen we don't see what's happening in the warehouse when we purchase the shoes there's someone who you know takes your order they go and find those shoes for you they put them in a little box they find your address and they you know send it to the mailman and then the mailman has to go and deliver we don't see any of these we just experience okay i'm ordering okay i'm re- <laughs> you know i'm ordering yeah. and i'm receiving that's it 
simple. <laughs> so I really like that. Absolutely. It just made, and that's exactly what you're saying. We don't doubt that we have breath in our body. Like we breathe. We don't, we don't worry, you know, um, when's my next breath coming? Will I, will I get it? Will I have it? Will I find and it? And money is like oxygen. Money is like oxygen. <laughs> yeah, they're everywhere. It's just like our choice to be in a position like <gasps> holding our breath with like, we don't have money to breathe. No, no, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just yeah. energy. And money is everywhere, like everywhere. It's all about our strategies of experience happiness. It's all about like, if we would have thousands of strategies, how we can experience happiness more and more and more, we would, we would experience it more. Yeah. Like I, uh, being super positive person, I used to have a moment of facing deep depression. It was, uh, I guess, four years ago, four years ago. And I faced it when I had everything. Like I travel uh, around the world, like airplane is my taxi. Any <laughs> country, any woman, it was just like taking airplane or taking a, grab a taxi, the, the same stuff. I was getting a few thousand dollars per day, uh, just given the information that I experienced in my life and given consulting and that kind of stuff. I had... Um, I gave lectures in different countries as a guest speaker. Everything was so amazing. And at that point where everything was so amazing, I got depressed. Guess why? I didn't have strategy for next. What was next? Really, everything was so nice, so amazing. And I got depressed for one month. Our uh, laying in my bed crying that my life is uh, like, my life doesn't have any meaning and what next or what can I do next? Yeah, I guess it's all about strategies to have more and more and more scenarios to experience happiness in different ways. So, okay, what is your true essence? What is the true essence of happiness for you then? Having experienced, having everything you need in life, everything you want in life and you, and you still experience depression because you're like, well, now what? I'm not necessarily happy, but I have all these things that should make me happy. What is the true essence of happiness? I guess it's all about being instead of having. Uh -huh. Being. That is so beautiful. Being, yeah. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and what about like for you? For me, people in my life is like almost the number one thing, you know, the, the, my, my, I, I'm someone that likes to communicate with people a lot. I mean, hello, I have a podcast, but you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's so important to me to have like good connections with people and deep connections, meaningful connections. Is that something that you relate to or, or because you work with people? So is that something that brings you joy and happiness? Or what is no. what? It, what so no? So so what do you get out of what? So what is it that makes you happy then through the work that you do? Experience miracles. To be honest, it, it that's funny. Dances wow. experience miracles because for me, experiencing miracles, it's facing something new, unexpected, in unexpected time, in unexpected way, and 
it's truly living your life. It's just like as a child, when we were children, we had lots of stuff to learn about the world. And we were so excited about our abilities, about our life, about what's going to happen next. And for me, experiencing miracles, it's all about being in a state of a child. When you're still learning, when you're still feeling alive, when you're still facing something that you thought that is impossible in life or whatever. Sure. In your life. Yeah. And I have one of my friends, uh, he's a peacemaker in Israel. And um, he's 76 years old, I guess. Mm. And he has a very beautiful phrase. I'm still in kindergarten. I'm still learning. Nice. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel myself more like a student, not a kindergarten child, as a student. And when I feel that I'm still learning, when I feel that I'm still facing something new, that's miraculous for me. Yes. Like truly. And that that gives you like drive to carry on doing more and because there's always something to be learning like it's like the beginner's mind in anything that's that's like I think in zen and and practices like that that the beginner's mind you're always yeah always growing and learning always always yeah I I, I love that and then and then you experience yourself as a human being not as a human who has something Human having. <laughs> a human ha- I'm not a human having. <laughs> I'm a human being. Yeah, I'm a human being, yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. That is that is really so beautiful and something to to go away and think about, really. Um so what the true essence of what makes you happy, even though you have experienced having everything you, you could want, the life that you you you, you want yeah. and, and that most people would, would love to have as their like main aim in life, really for you, it's that like unexpected childlike nature of these new things that you learn or that you experience these unexpected situations whether it's good or bad that's worth mentioning it, you you haven't said only good it's good or bad because you see the good in everything no matter what yeah right that's important to mention and then also you're working with people you're helping to transform their lives and it's not even working with them that brings you happiness it's just the experience that you get to witness that miracle or that unexpected change that's what absolutely that's what brings you happiness and I think that is so cool that is really really cool you know it's it's because it's a it's away from the ego it's away from yourself I'm very self-centered I think I've always been that way because I always think I love helping people I absolutely love it but and I'm doing things for them to help them to what brings me great happiness. I said in the last episode was making people laugh, uh, cheering people up, having an impact on someone's life. It brings me great joy. It's my it's my purpose in life, I think. But it's about me still, you know, it's about how it makes me feel. I feel good because of that. Whereas I think something that the way you're thinking is is just the result it's nothing to do with you. It's just witnessing. It's like you're just the witness. And that brings mm-hmm. you you joy. I think it's a different way of thinking about it a little bit. You know? It's a, a, a witnessing. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and yeah. Experiencing. Being. Yeah. It's an interesting that. Really interesting one. Well, Anastasia, this has been a very, very nice chat. I have loved it. 
um thank you to really you know be reminded of these things like if you think something is difficult then it is you know it's it's just yeah. a, a constant reminder I need like I need like daily messages from you like remember do this or do that that would be amazing but yeah I we can um, do it yeah somehow. okay hmm? somehow <laughs> yeah <laughs> really that would genuinely like I don't know just be amazing for me but uh yeah I really love talking to you here and um I hope to see you again in real life you know someday soon and um yeah. <laughs> If there's one thing that you would leave listeners with as like, let's talk about believing in the unseen, maybe like a sentence or two, one like fundamental, like to help, to help transform someone's belief that like, this isn't, you know, what you're saying, that's not possible. This isn't easy. This isn't whatever. It's all very nice, positive thinking, but it doesn't work for me. What's one thing that you might say to that person? to take responsibility for your own happiness because everything is possible. Your job is only to take responsibility to experience. That's it. That's it. Thank you very much. I love it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Anastasia. It's been a joy to have you. And I will speak to you very soon and I will speak to the rest of the podcast people in the next episode. Thank you.